At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You know what it is, man. It's your guy, Red Butler, and this, this is that pretty left hook hitting you in your goddamn liver, fool, man. Listen, today I got my man straight from B-more. You talk about the wire. He talks about the jungles. This man had been all over Thailand, all over Laos, all over Southeast Asia. Why? To figure out how to be the real ultimate fighter, not the manufactured. Listen, I ain't going to get into that because we're going to get into that. Coach Dorian Price is in the building, man. What's good, D? What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Blessed to know the best, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man, because, you know, obviously we got a long history. But Absolutely. The beautiful thing is you still don't give a fuck. That's the nah. most You've been the same dude from day one. Yeah, man. You got you to stay consistent, man. Consistency is key, man. Yes. Consistency is key. You can't switch up on people, man. You know what I mean? And then, you know, cats from the Charm City, man. We, we we stay the same, man. Sometimes it ain't always the best, but we consistent and loyal, man. Right. It's the DMV, Baltimore, you know, it's that, it's that. That's how right. we do, man. You already know I'm a DMV transplant by way of New York, man. Uptown, you know how we go. But I know, I know. I want to get right into this because you got the most unconventional journey that's still rolling, still unraveling. And, um, you know, you're an advocate for the fight community that a lot of people don't talk about, that's not popularized in mass market and media, so to speak. But it's mm-hmm. there, and it's real, and it's relevant, and everybody doesn't know that you the secret that the Matt Browns come to from the UFC, that a lot of other people that everybody know about come to the UFC. But beyond all that, talk to me about the fact that you decided, while on your UFC journey, to go over <laughs> across the water to the jungles to learn that real Muay Thai with the Thai people Mm-hmm. And how that was for you, man. What and what led to that decision making as a Hampton University graduate, master's degree from University of Ohio? I mean, you got it. You got everything you need to be an executive yeah. here, or just go a straight major fight route in the states. What what made you decide to go in a whole other direction? Well, we all got to chase our dream, man. We got to stay consistent and do what make us happy, man. Like, uh, you know, I'm always a fan of the UFC. It always has a place in, for me because 
that time on the Ultimate Fighter, that stint, allowed me to oh, it opened doors actually for people to recognize me and my Muay Thai. Um, for what is you know, for you know, coming from Baltimore, also I'm you know, my family preached loyalty. Loyalty is important. So with a guy like Matt Brown being in the organization, the guys I trained, it also allowed me to uh, kind of showcase my talent. You know, with Matt doing his thing and everything. So I'm always going to have be a fan of it. But for me. It was about chasing uh, my passion. And you know my other brother, Devin, and we had another brother named Kevin, and he passed away. Uh, so he was playing uh, uh, basketball, real talented. Uh, I don't know if you remember, it was taught the Charm City Classic. Oh, I was yeah. down in, yeah, I was down at VA Beach, uh, Hampton Rose area, and I was training in Virginia Beach. And I remember he had a game against uh, – I forget who the guy's name, the kid was, the number one player in the country, and he just dropped 40 on him. So everybody yeah. was talking big things about him, whatever. And then he uh it was right after they changed the rule where you couldn't uh, uh enter the draft no more out of high school. You had to do a year. So he went down to Florida to a JUCO and died in a uh, car crash coming back. Um college coach, some coach gave him a call, well, you know how they go, um, enticing them, you know, you know how they do these young kids. And I remember when he was there, we would be flipping in. This is the VHS days, interchanging the VHS. Like, hey, you know, when you in Thailand, I had already done a stint in Thailand as a, as a teenager for a little little hot second. And we would just go back and forth like, hey, man, one day when you over there, you're going to go back. You're going to be fighting. I'm going to be in the NBA. We're going to do this and this. So really, it was to fulfill my dream to him. So the whole time I was doing MMA in the UFC, you know, and, 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 and it started because I went to Ohio. There was no Muay Thai. So I ended up meeting a guy like Kevin Brandon and Mark Coleman, and they got me into MMA. I was like, I just wanted to fight because it was something that I needed for me. And also, I had the dream, but I never expected it to take off like that. It was only four years from start to ultimate fighter to the UFC. It was only a four-year career wow. from getting from the, from the inception of doing MMA to the, uh, the, the UFC. But the whole while in my mind, you know, and this is something I never told anyone. Like now I'm able to talk about it because it was very traumatizing. You know what I mean? You lose a brother. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's hard, man. It's just somebody you love. It's hard for you. So I wanted to just make sure I fulfilled my promise. So the whole while when I got to the Ultimate Fighter, I never really took serious. The funny story is I fought my whole MMA career left-handed because I just wanted to experiment. I'm right-handed, but I fought it left-handed because striking level wasn't as high as the quality of striking like it is now the games evolved but i was just like well shit man i'm just gonna have some fun work on being left-handed and uh yes when i got to ultimate fight it wasn't uh the whole time i was in there i was like man i don't need to be here man this ain't my dream this ain't passion for me like what am i doing man i need to go back to where my my heart is and everything like that and then it's like when you get behind the curtains too on a lot of things you start to see what it really is Thanks. And that can sour you. Like, oh man, this this ain't what I what I wanted. You know, I just want to fight. I don't care about nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want fucking have these cameras in my face. I damn sure don't want people delving into my fucking life. I just want to go out there, commit at legal acts of violence, and be left the fuck alone when it's over. But right. I didn't realize there was the show part to it. So going to Thailand, I realized there's no show. They just appreciate the craftsmanship of the of the violence you can uh, you can do. I was like, this is for me. This is perfect. All they want to do is like release me, let me commit my act of violence. When it's over, back to the camp. Everybody, you go back your own way. You win, you lose, you draw, you go back, you start for the next thing. The cameras ain't in your face and all this other stuff. 
So that's mm. kind of like the whole story. I know it's long-winded with it, but that's that's kind of what it was, man. I had to fulfill and keep a promise and make that's sure, real. you know what I mean? And that was more important than money. I actually never knew that story myself. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Just, there's a, because it's the same, man, like, you can always say, because I remember people would ask, like, man, you're going to go, you know, why don't you do this? I was, I guess I was considered a character. They really liked me on it as a personality on the show. Right. You know, that's what about. And they were like, why don't you do this, this, and this? Like, y'all don't understand, man. This ain't my dream. But I never said it because, you know what I mean? I didn't want to speak on it because at the time it wasn't right mentally and everything. I couldn't really. I still was trying to come to grips with things, you know. And I was like, it was a funny thing. I was like, yeah, I could have sold my soul. But I remember somebody said a long time ago, the price you sell your soul when it's sold and you want it back, the price ain't going to be the same to get it back. And you might not be able to afford that price to get it back. That's so I never would I never my my soul was never for sale. And I think a lot of times, sometimes it caused me trouble. But at the end of the day, man, I, you know what I mean. I still got to die with my live and die with my integrity and my code. Yeah, that's real talk, man. And first and foremost, rest in peace and rest in power to your brother. Um, that's crazy. Um, well, in in doing all of this, man, you wound up having like a crazy, crazy experience in Thailand. I want to go first to. The fight experiences and then the cultural ones. And for those who've seen Pretty <laughs> Left Hooks, we kind of went into a little bit on your last time being on the show. But yeah, yeah. I want to talk a little more drilled down. Like I want to, I'm gonna start right at a pinnacle moment instead of going through the 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 whole journey. Um obviously there's a huge moment for you that went viral, the double knockout. And I want to kind of talk about for you as a fighter, what it's like to go through number one, a moment like that, the lead up to that, what you were looking for in that moment, and then when you connected. And he connected. Did you realize that was happening? Was it just straight lights out? And then you just came too quicker because you ultimately got the victory and got up um, before the other guy. But talk about a double knockout moment and what that's like in real time. Man. It happened so fast. And to be frank, perfectly honest, I was already knocked out well before that moment happened. So I was fighting with people. See, is I was fighting uh, on instinct and just heart because I don't remember. I remember maybe 30 seconds in and after that, everything else was a blur because he hit me with something. So I don't honestly even remember getting to the point of the double knockdown because I was just moving on autopilot. Um, so it was kind of a rare thing. Uh, I remember when I got knocked down. A funny story. I tell Devin this. I don't know if Devin believed me or not. But I'm like, man, I heard I heard Kevin saying, just get up, man. Get up. Now the brother. And he was like, Devin, I don't know if he believed you, man. I love Devin. <laughs> but you know what I mean? He, I was like, man, that's just funny. I heard that. And uh, just something got up because it's a weird moment. You just, you're out. And I don't really remember. I remember standing up and it just so happened. I was in the red corner. So it, I got knocked down and we both got knocked down in the corner I was in, which is, ironically was a blessing in itself because that was the corner of Thailand. So I represented Thailand. The red corner mm. is the corner for Thai. And so to have that honor was like a big, like, culmination of all my time and struggles there so i just remember looking down looking over i looked at him and looked over at the corner and i seen people raising their hands and i was like oh shit man let me raise my hands just so I, ironically i won imagine if i would have lost and i raised my hands That's the only reason <laughs> I raised my hands. then i finally came through and it i was like oh shit i really won this shit <laughs> but after that i kept asking uh I kept going. I remember going in the in the back, and the first thing I was like is I sit down, and they're taking my gloves off, and they're taking my hand wraps off, and I'm thinking to myself, 
oh shit, I lost. Cause I didn't remember what happened. They're like, no, nah, no. Nah. And there was a screen, a TV in the back. They're like, watch this. And I look and I was like, oh shit, I won. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then it kept happening. I, I didn't remember that I was concussed. And I remember riding back. Cause this is what I love about Thailand. You get to the fight, we took a scooter to get back to the camp. There's no glamorous things about <laughs> it. And I love that, love that environment. And I remember kept tapping my buddy who was riding the scooter. I was like, hey, the stadium's that way. I was like, I got the fight because I thought we still going to the fight. I never realized it was over. He's like, hey, man, the fight. So people say that. You don't remember. The first thing you're thinking is, oh, fuck, I got knocked out. Right. And I would tap. He's like, no, bro, you did good. And so that lasted for like a couple, like like at least like an hour or so after. I just kept remembering like periodic. I'm like, hey, what time are we going to the fight? And like, the fight's over. And they're like, you won, man. And then, so that's the thing that people don't see a lot of times is like the, 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 the kind of, you know, you lose a little bit of that moment in time and it mm. can cuss of blows from that because, you know, you, you, I just never remember. I remember kept asking. So when I see it, obviously I know what happened because I've seen it over and over again. But right. technically I don't remember being there too much. I remember the start of the fight. I remember uh throwing us a couple of things and the rest of it is just a blur to me like i know what happened because i've seen it but like i said i don't remember being there so i gotta add that certain this is the this is coming for all the people that watch the show that don't fight why do it if you know that some of the risks are the fact that you might have memory short-term memory loss and things of that nature because we wake up every day man and uh you know i'm sure you know i know i mean there's people that go to the store and don't come home you know, you can wake you wake up every day, man. Look, every day we wake up, man. We waking up. We it's a it's a it's a gift, man. Because especially in it's unfortunate, but in urban communities, there's a lot of kids waking up, don't make it past 15, 14, 16. Do you know what I mean? We don't know when the Grim Reaper coming to knock on our door. So we can live a life in fear and and one comfort, or we can live a life like, you know, when I hang this phone call, hang this phone up with you, this could be a wrap for me. We, we never know when the Grim Reaper coming to knock on our door, man. So you got to live it to the fullest. Thanks. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, man, it's interesting because now, obviously, you got, you know, your pupils like Matt Brown. And, and then I saw the thing with um, Anthony Smith and Dean Thomas, other coaches talking about your greatness as well as fighters, even Joe Rogan on his show. So how does it feel being one of the most known unknowns in some way, right? Like people in the game know you. Um, and then the fans, if they follow and pay attention to who's teaching the people to have these amazing Muay Thai clinches and such, they know who you are. But how does it feel, number one? I'll start with the first with the first part. How does it feel, number one, to be so revered by the community, the fight community, both in the states and globally? It's a blessing, man. It's like what it's it's what we all wanted. And I remember before my brother passed, all he wanted to do was be respected. It's like, man, I want to be the best. And Baltimore has such a history of basketball. Like, man, I just want to be recognized as one of the best. And I don't know if you remember Bob Wade. He used to be a Maryland coach, Bob oh, Wade. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, he came out, said something in the newspaper, like he's one of the best. You know, now, unfortunately, he got his flowers too late. He wasn't there to receive them. And that's, unfortunately, a lot of cases. So for me to, you know, we all want to be respected by our peers. I don't give a fuck about, you know, not saying the fans aren't important, but I, I don't really care who outside the game people think about me. But the Warriors inside, that means more than anything to me. You know, for them to respect my my craft, to respect the fact, you know, also the fact that I maintain a certain code, ethics, and, and honor, you know, going through this game, that means a lot. Um, with Matt, you know, you know a, lot, a lot of it I think I wouldn't be – where I am, I owe a lot to Matt Brown because he, you know, we all need the perfect the vessel for our for our for, for our knowledge to be given, you know. And and just like I've helped, like I tell people, it's funny. I don't really consider myself Matt's coach. I just really consider myself as he's my friend, and I happen to be his friend that has a particular skill set that helps him in his career and makes some money because of the skill set I possess. And over the years, he's helped me develop my clinch because he's allowed me as his as he grew. I gave him a basic template to clinch and everything. And as he was growing, he was able to get in the rooms that I couldn't get into. And what I mean by that is he would be able to get into the Olympic training center for wrestling. He would take me with him. From being there, I would start looking and watching the training, maybe get to delve in some of these guys' minds and, and ask them and start picking it and say, okay, the clinch. So the, so we clinch like this. Well, the tie clinch, and they, we, Matt and I would show and then they would start saying, well, that's like wrestling. You could do this. Or I would come back because he would always fly me back from Thailand providing I didn't have a fight or anything like that. Right. Um, and he would get me to the rooms, get me around judokas and things like that. And, you know, so we would always constantly be working on the different type, the different clinches. Like, okay, well, in Thailand, you can do this. But if I do this for MMA, this might happen. So, like, let's play with it and see. We would get in time. We would just clinch sometimes to see who gets tired first. You know, I. Our clinch sessions were legendary. Them things would last like two fucking hours, just straight, wow. no no time. Because he's a savage and I'm a savage, and we just both we feed off of each other. And you gotta have that sort of relationship. Um, oh yeah. I guess. So I guess to go back to your question, 
for a guy like Dean, who obviously is one of the original, you know, brothers in the game right. and, and, and like a mentor OG in the game, uh, Anthony Smith, a guy that I have the utmost respect for, who's a real Lionheart for real. For mm. them guys like that to, to to give me credit, like I don't think it, you know they can understand how much it means for me to get my flowers now because uh, while I'm above ground, because I really dedicated like I've been doing this half as long as I've been breathing, and 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 I think my whole path as a fighter and everything was always set on the course to become a teacher. Because I come from like most of the women in my family were school teachers. So I think it's just in my blood. And I tried to fight it forever, not wanting it to, to be a coach or teacher. Um, so for people to recognize it, it does mean a lot to me, a, a whole lot. Um, because this is what I like to do. I really make all the sacrifices. I mean, you think of other people when they have uh, some guys, they go home to their wife, their girlfriend. Um other people go to they to they excuse me to to maybe they work maybe they have kids whatever. I come back to the, to the sport. I, you know what I mean. This is my life, right. like to the point where I don't really have. I'm 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 institutionalized in the art in in, in, the, in the art of combat. That's all I do is think about different ways to help people get paid for inflicting violence on yeah. another human. Absolutely. What do you think about MMA as it is right now? I mean, you and me obviously have some pretty defined opinions in relation to, you know, the way black folks are treated in the game. You know, there's no black executives in MMA. Um, me having worked in the UFC, I've seen so many racial situations that went down. Yeah, you got to tell that story about how we took that van that time. <laughs> 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 to the joint. <laughs> you set it off. Go ahead. Set it off. <laughs> All right. We in the USC, so Rep was you know running all the backstage and everything and all oh, the fighting. Yeah. And he know everybody, and so event coordinator, legendary in that. So yeah. during this ten USC, I remember one show, and we was like, "Hey man, look, he had the van. We we hired each other. Like, hey, look, man, we going to the uh, to the joint, the club, the strip." Hey yo, <laughs> he was like, "All right, you yeah. down here, such and such. Like my fighter was cutting weight or something." Man, we rolled the fucking to the strip club in the, yeah. in the U.S. Hey, yo. What city was that? I think it was Vegas, my mistake. We did it twice. Vegas. We did it twice. I know we did it once in once we did it once in Baltimore, and then yeah. we did it somewhere else. It was either Vegas or Ohio. Or so we was somewhere, but I think it was I, I think it was Vegas because I think it was yeah. end up being a uh, Spearman Rhino. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so for y'all who don't understand, Spearman Rhino is. A premier strip club in Las Vegas. Okay, this is really spending big bread. Okay, you go in there. You know, you might see Mike Tyson in there. You definitely might see Dana White in there. Pardon me, but uh -huh. I see him in there a few times. Um, and yeah, I, I used to you know frequent these places pretty frequently when I was young. You know what I mean? I was outside. And yeah, you know, if you give me the keys. Some I mean, what do you I don't think I don't think these still know where them where the bands were going, boy. We was out. <laughs> we was, we was, was outside. In the, in the USC, man. You know, probably put something in the air. It's legal now. We can talk about this. Oh, we were in the bank. <laughs> you know what I mean? We aired it out. <laughs> Listen, aired it out. You know, this air fresheners are for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like we made it happen. But um pick up the fighters the next day, they had no idea. Oh yeah. So, you know, uh, 
Dana White, thank you, dog. The Reynolds came in clutch. In clutch. that per diem, baby. Yee! Oh, the per diem. Got him. Oh, the per diem was gold. <laughs> and that per diem helped a lot of young ladies, man. Thank y'all, man. Hey, hey yo. You know, funny story about that after the ultimate oh. fight. Yeah. We take go out to the to the to the to the to the Spearman Rhino. This joint. We go all go out there and we get a bunch of chips. I forget how much, but it's a lot of money in chips, right? <laughs> yeah. So me being from Baltimore, I'm like this. I was like, somebody was asking, I was like, now nah, I wasn't familiar with everything. I was like, whoa, 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 what am I supposed to do with this? They're like, oh, this is like money. I said, Word, <laughs> how much is this? And they was like, oh, well, this one is such and such. I said, yo. I might have a thousand dollars worth of chips. And it was another, I ain't gonna say his name. One of the coaches was a good dude, so he gave me his chips. Oh. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I worked the deal out with one of the strippers. I was like, look, sure, I don't really need no dance. What I do need is for you to cash these motherfuckers in. We gonna split. Huh? That's love. He was I rolled out. Oh, oh, I, was yeah. when I, was like, yeah. I was like, I don't care about that dance. What I do need for you to do is look. I need you. So what we did is we went back in the thing. <laughs> in the room. I was like, she started dancing. I was like, nah, shit, I don't care about the dance. What I do need is figure out, like, so look, you can do some shit in. So I was like, here's one for your dance. Now let's work this deal out. You can right. cash it in, come around there, and, and slide it to me. And take a little percentage. Sure enough. Hell yeah. Man. That's your money. Statue of limitations is over. Man, so I was on shenanigans. I should have been thinking. Yeah, man. Hey, I should have been thinking more, hustling more, but whatever, man. Hey. Statue of limitations over, so what are they gonna do? <laughs> Not a damn thing. Yo, we had big fun. And it's so funny you mentioned that, man, because people don't understand everybody gets caught up in the fight hype. Yeah. Play-ins, the fight, whatever. People talking shit at the press conference. Nobody understands behind the scenes during that fight week. Yo. So first of all, for those who don't understand, coaches be bored. Like after after they got whatever times to get the guy to do whatever, coaches be mm. bored as hell. They in a city, ain't nothing really cracking off it is. They ain't got no vehicle or, mm-hmm. they, you know what I mean? There's just, just all this downtime in between. I don't even think Uber was around back in them days. Who? Uber. I don't even think nah, Uber was Uber around. Was definitely not around. Yeah. It was Uber not around. It wasn't even like Instagram and all that, bro. Like, we was early. Yeah. Like, we was early. So, thank God, by the way, because we would have been probably in trouble. But, oh, man. We- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying that to say, I would be busy. But they would keep me so busy. I would the first thing I want to do is let off some steam. And it'd be right around that time, a person like Dorian be like, yo, what's good though? Ain't nothing cracking out here. Well, we're getting into it. I'd be like, oh, I got a call right now. We can go right mm-hmm. now. Let's go. And we would get it cracking. So it was always a good time because I always kept some trees on me. Hey, you, yo. know, you know the, most, the fight week is really is for the fighters. You know, so once you mounted to your fighter, you've yeah. done everything you're supposed to do. You know, you you check on them. You're going to be a time, especially that point Thanks. after the weigh-in is completed to the day of, to the next day of the fight. They yeah. now rehydrated. So, you know, up until that point, you got to kind of keep your eye on them, be around them. Right. You know, especially I was hands-on. So I would go, when I was young, I was able to sit in the sauna with them, do these other things. Uh, right. But then that Friday fights on that Saturday, once that weigh-in is over, you got Free time, they're gonna want to, you know, they can eat if they, you know what I mean. They rehydrated, so you don't have to keep so much of their eyes on, That's on them. So at that point, you like, look, man, I just want to go. We, got, I want to let some steam off. They yes. can't go there. They keep their eyes on the prize, right? But the coach spent that whole because they, they fly you out on the Tuesday. Yeah. You spent that whole week just sitting there, being basically being like. That's what I tell people, being like a 
Babysitter. Like you're a babysitter. Um, you're a babysitter. But baby, you on bitch duty. They need you to run <laughs> to the store. You gotta run to the store. You right. need them for real. Real talk. You they need right. to run to the store. You gotta do it, man. It ain't no bitch in the morning. You gotta, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. They need you to get some, call somebody, go here, go. You doing that the whole time. You carrying their bags. That's part of one of the things I think makes me different in my game is that like I accepted it. I was like, I know how it is also being a fighter. I was like, yo, give me your bag. Where you need me go? I got to run to the store. It was never that, oh, you sending me on these errands. I was like, yo, where you need me go? I'm on it. So, like, they said something, especially with Matt. He was like, hey, can you, I'm jumping. I'm doing this. What you got? What you need? You need me run where? Okay, boom, I'm there. And then, so once you done all that, Friday's kind of like, all right, cool. We yeah, got to do it. made the Yeah. Y'all, task complete. Boom. Right. I got to let off some steam. Especially, you know, in the younger days, I was a little wild and shit. I probably still <laughs> am wild, but less. But no, you got things Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Man, it was crazy. And it's funny because the one thing I love, I'm going to speak about the UFC, but also just in general. One thing I really loved, man, was that the brothers always find each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always connected with certain black athletes and coaches. And then we make these lifelong relationships and bonds because you could be on a big level. Like, I never did small fights outside of, like, the fights we did with Shine, which I'm not even going to say is small. We did medium to large size fights. But yeah. the fact that I started kind of at the at the highest level, you know, UFC, Don King, Showtime, HBO, and mm-hmm. then meet folks like yourself and everybody else. But when we get there, we always find each other. It's like it's like you find your tribe in the game. And mm-hmm. we all created like a little ecosystem for real on the low of support. You know what I mean? Yo, if I had the whip, yo, Red, woo, 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 can we make a move? All right, we make a move. Yo, what's up with this? Yo, what's up with that? Or behind the scenes, mm-hmm. dressing rooms. Like, we kind of always knew what it was and took care of each yeah. other. And I feel yeah. like people don't understand that shit. Like, they be, all they see is what the promoter wants them to see to sell the yeah. event. 
people have no idea. Like, there's a whole like family vibe going on, vibe culture. You know what I mean behind the scenes. And back in them days, it wasn't many, and it was before. It was like being an exclusive club from the people working there. Everybody right. knew your name. Uh, they see you a bunch of times. Like, I mean, you know, as uh, uh, from my little my little tenure as a, as a fight in there, it's like you part of an exclusive club. Now I didn't have an, you know, uh, it was a quick boom in and out. But even that when I started coaching, coming back with Matt and them, and then and, and the other guys I was coaching, uh, coming out with George Dugel and stuff team, it was like uh, you was part of an exclusive club. It, it wasn't like it is today. Like everybody knew everybody. You pretty much knew everybody's name on the roster. Coaches right. knew everybody. Right. Um. You know, even Joe Rogan, you know, he was more accessible. Yeah, um, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. But more accessible. Joe was accessible. out there. You know, it's not hard to get to Joe. You see him all the time. You used to see him at, uh, the, the, you know, at, 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 you know, the after parties or, at the, you know, at the event, you could go up to yeah, him. Uh, Dana was more accessible. Uh, this is back when he had Goldberg, Mike Goldberg. Right, right, word. accessible. Now it's turned into a business, and rightfully so, you know. But it does feel a little weird when you go in there and it's like uh, that sort of corporate thing. Because, man, we got some stories. I don't know how deep we can go in there, but we, we was like running espionage throughout there. <laughs> yeah, we can do whatever we want. But I'm going to tell you, because, you know, I haven't, I haven't been around the new UFC. So if I, anytime I go to the new UFC, I'm acting like the media or something. So I only see from the front mm. end and then the people I know from the in the back will take me to the side. Yeah, it ain't the same, da 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 but. I don't even know what it's like. It just looks like it's real stale. Like before, that shit was like a family. Shit was mad. Yeah. Different. Now it just looks like it's just straight about a check. It's a business. It's not. It's not as corporate. It's very corporate. Like, uh, um, I see that with even the law. You know, with the with the the way they run the kids. Everything is is is, is like corporate. There's no more. I don't even think there is a uh, per diem at the last fight. I don't know if there what? was was or what. I don't know. I, I mean, I, ho I hope it was, and I hope Matt kept it so he could get some extra money, but I wasn't <laughs> tripping. Uh, um, right, right. But, like, you go in, you, you, the, when you go for the kid, it ain't like all, like it used to be. You remember, like, I can hit you up, yeah. like, hey, man, let me get some, I got a friend. Yeah. Like, I remember if you were, you could leave tickets for somebody in another state yeah. and, and be like, hey, my ticket's going to be a will call, or, yo, all I got to right. hook up on the ticket. You know, if all I had right. a friend, I think I think you hooked me up with this a few times. I was like, "Hey, my man gonna be in Vegas, so you know he got some people. Can you hook him up with it with it with some tickets?" Right. And he had a ticket to call. You know, uh, it ain't even like that no more. Now I think you got to be there. Fighter has to be with you, a company with you. It's a strict business. Now even after the fight's over, you can't even go back in the arena and watch the fights. They don't have seats for you. You have to sit somewhere else and watch them. Wow, Are you serious? Yeah, I remember it was in Charlotte when the fight's over. Because uh, I think back, because back in the day, you was allowed to go back in the arena. They had yeah. seats for you. Now, when it's over, you can't even go in the arena and watch, like, you know, the fighter can't even go in the arena. At least that's how it was the last one I was in Charlotte. Like, yeah. it's over, boom. But here, they only let you stay in the locker room. And remember how everybody used to be in what? the locker room all together? You had, what? You got to go in there. They bust you individually. So you get there. Then they'll say, all right, we got a holding room. So if there's more people in the locker room, it'll be a holding room. You'll wait. The one, the next fight will go out. You'll come in there, so it'll be you and maybe another team in there. Because I remember when Anthony was fighting. Now, normally, the main event and the Coleman, they got their own little special situation. Yeah, yeah. So Anthony 
in our locker room, and, and I think it was in the same locker room we was in. So when Mac got done, they escorted us back to Waterford. He could do his press and his little me and his media stuff or whatever. And I remember I was like, uh, 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 I was like, well, shit, is Anthony here, man? Because I want to go because Coach Mark Matoya, you know, people I got hiring. Yeah, shout out to Mark Matoya, that's my man. Awesome guy. And so I was like, hey, y'all got to let me back there because I got to, you know, one, I got to pay respects to, uh, uh, to Coach Mark uh, Montoya. And two, you know, I, I you know, I want, I want to say good luck to my man right there, Anthony Smith. Right. That's my guy. So I was like, you know, let me go back there. So they escorted me back there and said, you know what I mean? Then, then Matt, you know, he went back there, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's not even like we all in the same locker room no more. They got, like, times. You go, you leave. It's like, so the, the networking ain't what it was back in, cause back in the day. Everybody knew everybody. You was making contacts, connects. Now, boy, that thing is like a well-oiled machine. Get in, boom. You done your job. Go on over here. You done. Get wow. your money. Go to. That what about the training rooms during the fight week? Like they still got the training rooms in the hotel. They do got the training rooms. They still got them set up. Uh, mm -hmm. They got some. And in some ways, some things are a little running a little bit more efficiently. Some things, you know, it ain't the same. You know what I mean? So, like with everything that comes good and the bad with evolution. Sure. Um, but they see, because we, we used to put everybody in advance because they was be they wasn't spending the kind of bread they spending right now, right now. Not to give you all chauffeurs and all that. Before, oh no, like, no, no, yo, no, blue corner over there, red corner in that one. Yo, <laughs> people, there's, there's no more vans. Remember how they would be like, right. yo, yo. Remember when you got there before they yeah. would have a schedule times so that you oh, want yeah. the whole. You got the van run leads at this time, so if right. you want to get your going here, you going right. there. Uh uh, because they got the PI now, so they give them their food. So when you get there, they're like, okay. Yeah. That's food. So I'm picking up the bag of food. This is what he got to eat for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, or whatever. They got it all set up for him. He, all right, Matt got to do this. They got the sheet for you. This is where you do your interview times. There's no more van. The van service is deaded. Wow. <laughs> it might have got wind of us like running the vans to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> At least we got them for Spearman Rhinos. Got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> And I'm yeah. not sorry either. That shit was great. Thank you. Um, no, I ain't apologize for that. Man, amazing, man. We're going to do this more often, man. Um, before we get up out of here, you know, your pupil is right now going through a war words with Conor McGregor. What's going to happen with this, man? These guys want to fight each other or what? I mean, I, I, don't, even, I don't even think they're in the same weight class. I think Conor once went to 170, but we all know he's Mr. Glass right now. You know, he's breaking a lot. Hey, life. yo. I mean, what's going what, to happen from this? They Right now they're talking trash on Twitter. What's going to happen with this? Nothing. I don't think Connor went to smoke. And also, too, when he texted, when he when he went, when Connor sent that, you got to just look at the time. Connor's texting the prime coke hours. So he's not coked out. Like, look at the hours, man. He texting like, I know about that business. He texting the prime coke hours, man. So he ain't serious, man. He don't mean that. Like, he just keeps putting something out there, man. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, what would they say? Cocaine, a hell of a drug, man. And he living it to the fullest. Oh, my God. Now, for, for my brother, Matt, I would love nothing more for him to get that fight, get that 14th knockout, get uh, and get that uh, as it's kind of say that red panty night, man, and get that and get that bread, man. But yes, I don't think it's gonna make a return. And honestly, nor should he, man. He's uh, he's silly and he's full on himself right now. He just looking stupid, you mm -hmm. know. He needed money, and he and he did. This is a sport of wolves, man, and and hungry lions, man. And he made a lot of bread. And he running around there doing all the other things. He need to get out before he get hurt. I don't mm -hmm. think I don't think he fight anybody. I think he's just suffering from what we all suffer from when it when it realizing our career coming to an end. It's like we can't let it go. 
We always got to get that one more. It's that drug. We got to get that other. It's like we chasing that dragon. But right. but and and you know, we got to get that fight. We got to get that. Con ain't doing nothing, man. He over there just texting during prime coke hours. People got to start looking at the text <laughs> time. That's that's coke hour. <laughs> Yo, I ain't know coke had a schedule like this, man. Cocaine. <laughs> it's like he clocking in <laughs> for coke. Man, time. he clocking in big time, man. Golly, boy. He got the plug on speed dial, man. Golly. Oh, my God. Last question, man. Are we going to ever see Dorian Price again in a ring, a cage, anything involving you punching somebody in the face? Man, I really want to, but it's hard now, man. I mean, right now I'm happy, uh, uh, you know, coaching and being able to share my craft. I do think of stepping out. My one regret is not fighting Lithway like my brother Cyrus Washington did because I'm be, you know, i dying to try and headbutt somebody. Um, uh, but it's a it's, it's a hard pill to swallow, man. Especially I get back to Thailand on and, and you know, and I'm sitting there, you know. But right now it's pretty it's pretty cool, man. I'm being at, yeah. down here at Master Lloyd's, man. I'm learning a lot of knowledge, man. Master Lloyd is an OG, man. Brilliant, right. brilliant. Uh, um, uh, oh, Master Lloyd school. Howard University graduate, like your boy, man. We outside. There we go. Uh, all right, I'm gonna get that to y'all. H U though, you know Hampton, you yeah. know whole. <laughs> Listen, uh, half my family went to Hampton and half went to Howard, so we got that. Ain't one no funny about that since we won that, man. Yeah. I all got more love from the H from the Howard girls, man. Of course. Every time Howard homecoming, yeah. I always got more love, man. But I'm going to give you hey, all the because... I, 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 look, look. Yeah. Hey, I bagged the girl that was like, the, 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 locks, the locks was going at. <laughs> oh, salute. That's what's up. Salute. But I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you your props because I used to. When I, I used to go to Hampton Homecoming. Y'all got look. I went to Howard. Y'all got the. Y'all got the batter chicks. I'm gonna give it to y'all. I'm gonna give it to y'all straight up. Y'all got the. Look, both I, of you say that Howard chicks are bad, but Hampton chicks beautiful. are better. <laughs> Hampton has some beautiful women, but for whatever reason, I would get mad love at at Howard and Quiet is kept Norfolk State for whatever reason, mm. baby around the edges for the for the Hampton girls. I don't know, but they were rock dead gorgeous, man. Um but yeah man, I love I love I loved Hampton. I loved Howard. I love all my HBCUs, man, to be honest, man. You know, I think uh they need to put be put more funding into them, but that's a whole separate conversation, man. They need to be right. well funded and continually stay up. And uh shout out my mother would be mad at me if I didn't say the shout out to Central State. That's our alma mater. That's it. All the HBCUs Hey, UFC and whoever's kicking in this money, PFL, you, you you rock with Africa. Put an MMA program at an HBCU, why don't you, man? Let's let's see what's really going on. Hey, Francis, tell them that part too. Africa yes. and the students here, because you got a lot of wrestling programs at HBCUs, and these guys can evolve to the next level and probably get them some money. Put them put them together, man. We know we got beat the streets and the Olympics and all that, but put them in a mm -hmm. position to win, man. Real rap, like there's little. Other hey, can I give a shout out to my sensei too? My sensei in Holland, Ryan Simpson, my absolute legend. Certain to me, uh, amazing, amazing guy, man. Simpson Jim and Almeida, you know that guy's done a lot for me. Another guy that's like I look at like a mentor, OG. Um, shout out to Powerhouse Phuket there, and then obviously you know being Master Lloyd's man. You know what I mean? Facts. I could be everybody, but then the people I really wanna wanna mention, man. Man, y'all gonna hear from Dorian every week. This was just a sample. Again, he's been on the show before. Now we're not doing the pretty love hook thing. What we're doing is Red and Dorian because we got shit to talk about. Because this we're about to let y'all ear hustle and shit. Cause y'all really don't understand. But some things we can tell y'all. <laughs> you know they don't know how to 
rabbit down the rabbit hole. These stories go, man. <laughs> they don't know about the right. Don King. Uh, uh, they don't know See? about your boxing scenes. They don't know about hey, what they know about the Zopans, man, and 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 all uh, of that, man. Miami. We don't everything, man. We done. We know the Cubans and the, and the Haitians in Miami that's running the cities. We've been known about the underground backyard fighting before George Masvidal became famous. Shout out to George. Known him since before. Listen, everything's going down. Shout out to Apache. Shout out to Ron, 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 Ron Foster and Devin Price. Ron Foster, Foster Ron and Devin. Listen, this is it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot of shit being dropped here. <laughs> Hey, yo. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.